Sometimes the pressure to try new or unproven therapies comes from the medical and pharmaceutical establishments, not the patient. Better drugs and therapies come to market because millions of people have been willing to participate in medical trials testing new treatments. These trials proceed in several phases to ensure the drug or medical device does no harm and has proven efficacy. Briefly, phase one trials assess how a drug is metabolised, excreted and tolerated and whether it has any toxic effects on human health. Perhaps the best illustration of why we need phase one clinical trials is the example of thalidomide, a 1950s drug prescribed for nausea during pregnancy that caused more than 10,000 birth defects worldwide. Thalidomide wrought havoc because testing for ill effects of the drug weren't detected when it was released into the market. Phase two trials gather preliminary information about the efficacy of a drug or device based on testing in a small group of people. Phase three trials, which are usually randomised control trials, often need up to 3,000 or more patients to compare a new drug or device with the current best available therapy or standard of care. These trials are done to gather evidence about the effectiveness and safety of interventions and they're essential in drug company applications to regulatory authorities like the US Food and Drug Administration before drugs can come to market. But better drugs and therapies have been bought with the lives and suffering of millions. The established view in medical ethics is that randomised control trials should be done only when there are genuine uncertainties about the relative merits of alternative treatments. That the best available evidence reveals new treatments tested in phase three randomised control trials improve patients' outcomes barely more than 50% of the time compared to existing treatments, and few are substantially better. The finding that patients who receive new treatments do little better than those on existing therapies includes both morbidity and mortality outcomes. That is, whether we look at results measuring the quality of life or the survival of sick or terminally ill patients assigned to new treatments tested in clinical trials, the results are barely better than established therapies. What's more, this conclusion is based on the average result from the analysis of 860 published and unpublished Phase three randomised control trials performed by academics and pharmaceutical companies over the past 50 years. The results of any particular randomised control trial are impossible to predict. In fact, the ethical underpinning of these trials is that they should be done only when there are genuine uncertainties about the relative merits of alternative treatments. Therefore, sick or terminally ill people who are offered the opportunity to try a new treatment as part of a clinical trial have no way of knowing their fate and their chances of seeing an improvement in how they feel or of living longer are actually far less than 50%. Why? Because the finding that phase three medical trials improve patients' outcomes in barely more than 50% of trials is based on the average result of many hundreds of trials. For example, while five decades of controlled experimentation have seen cure rates for childhood leukaemia improve from zero to more than 80%, 
only 2 to 5% of any individual trial of a new treatment provides a real life-saving breakthrough. Which means this. If you, a loved one, or a friend think you want to join a clinical trial of a hopeful new wonder drug, think again. Doing so is really a gift to future generations. There's little upside for the individual and possibly a lot of downside, the biggest of which is the impact of false hope. False hope says, hey, thanks for all you did. Thanks for putting your body on the line. We appreciate you making the long trips to the clinic for months on end and for enduring the protracted waiting times and for filling the forms and waivers and legal fine print and the side effects of a new drug we're only beginning to understand. But we're sorry to say it didn't work. You're still sick. You're still terminal. And your precious time is running out.